The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He's my final two alliance. He's Will Simmons. And he's your pal at Ponderosa, Spencer Kitley. And this is the mixed bag. It's back. That's right. The mixed bag is back, and it is overflowing like a cornucopia of Thanksgiving. Um, we are here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy Four Reality, Fantasy the Numeral Four Reality.com. We are talking Survivor. We're going to talk some Bravo favorites below deck. I want to get some thoughts from Will as we go on Below Deck Adventure. Um, Southern Hospitality premiered. Still a little behind on Salt Lake City. Um, and also, with We'll, we'll, we can do a little bit on Below Deck Med. So a lot of a lot of sailing, but Survivor is what we're most excited about right now. So we'll get into that first. And I'll stop talking, and uh, let's get the good word from Will. What up? What up? Yeah, uh, Survivor, I can't say it enough. It's been a really good season. I don't know if it's the people, the gameplay, both, but something is clicking, and it's doing just great things at this point. So Meeting the challenge. Yeah, yeah, no, it's actually, I, I look forward to a little more than the challenge. I think I think there's just more going on, and, like, the gameplay has been really strong and smart, and, like, people are taking chances and pulling the right moves at the right time, and uh, it's been pretty entertaining. I've been looking forward to it immensely. Yeah, one, like, the fact that two people outlasted a game designed by the Survivor Dream Team, or not the Survivor, the art department. Yeah. In- incredible, and I, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, about that setup and that challenge when we get to it. Um, before we get started, though, uh, you want to let everybody know where to find us online. If you don't know, now you know. We're on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV pod pa- podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. Anywhere else you can find us. Check it on the website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. So, like, we haven't done a pod the last couple of weeks. Been busy. Hope I hope everybody had uh, help, healthy and happy uh, Thanksgiving. Um, but I want to touch on the last couple of weeks, we've seen a lot of good gameplay. It's almost like every week is a blind side. Yeah. <laughs> I was so bummed last week after no- what Noelle was able to do in that reward comp last week where she was out of it like a an above-the-leg amputee, like one in a challenge that like by all measures, she couldn't do. And like, that was awesome. And like, I was like so like i've been a noel fan all season and that was so and then like i mean like that was like emotional to watch yeah and then this year go home was such a bummer yeah yep it was i mean like i could not believe it i'm like literally she's the last person in this competition and everyone is just good trucking her and she fucking pulls it out that was pretty amazing that's what's great about this this season is like there's been a lot of up and uphill battles for some people her especially and she's kind of outlasted everything till recently but yeah, she's it was awesome to see, and like she stood out as a player, not just, not just a competitor, but like internally, externally, she she did it, kind of cover all the bases here. So, um, yeah, but no, this season's been awesome. I mean, like Ryan, who got eliminated, my boy Ryan got eliminated a couple weeks ago, and like he was so gracious at leaving, and it's like these people are just like they don't. I don't think there's any real hatred toward anybody. We usually find those like real, real deep like you know uh, despising of people throughout the game and like they, we don't really have that and if we did it gets nipped in the bud pretty quickly because they either get eliminated or they have to come together or something changes the group changes so uh i feel like this group is probably one of the closest groups uh yeah, it's not like, having that not having as much divide between them i guess everyone's such a super fan of the show that they're just like so grateful to have had this experience yeah. 
that they've wanted for so long kind of thing. Yeah. I take advantage of these things too. Like they're, when they get a competition, they think they're good at, they put all their, their, you know, their, they have into it. So it's been awesome. But anyhow, I was super bummed about losing Noel. Yeah. would love to see her again. Um, I feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. On, on the show. I can't imagine that I'm on an Island, uh, really liking her. Um, in, in a season where I like, I've been okay with most of the people, but I hadn't had like a person I was really rooting for. I kind of, she, she was, she was my go-to. I liked Gabler a lot at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's still there. Oh yeah. Um, but like, I'm, he's not, I'm not gravitating towards him. And I kind of gravitated a little away from Cody, even though I still really like him. It's almost like now that he's like one of the favorites, I'm, I've almost kind of like, well, who else can I like? <laughs> He and Jesse are running this game. Very much so. All right. Anyway, we'll get into this week. Um, we picked up, and there's there's a lot of like stones being thrown and patches trying to be put on relationships. Like Sammy's kind of gets thrown under the bus for voting Carla, lies about it, and then immediately kind of goes back and says, "Actually, yeah, it was me." Uh, <laughs> so honest. Like, what is going on with you? I mean, I think you realize like they're going to poke holes in this real fast. I better just own up to it. I'm not good at lying well enough for this. <laughs> He's like a very mature 19 year old. I'd say so. At least in this this space, he is. <laughs> he knows very. He's done a really nice job, I thought, for for someone of his age. He seems older, which yeah, I mean, he does. He definitely plays older. And Gabler is going to bring in some news to Owen that Cody and Jesse flipped last minute at Tribal. I don't know exactly what that was. Was that mean Noel wasn't going to go home? I guess. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, you know, we know we always say this. We don't see all of the conversations leading up to the stuff. We only see like a couple. And then it's like, wait, what? how did we get here? <laughs> it was like, hey, I have a plan for you and me, meaning Owen, to get to the final yeah. three. And I was like, with who? <laughs> yeah. And I don't know that we actually got that we, we did get like owen ended up was openly like upset and like down on himself and sitting out on the beach because he's been left out of every vote like with maybe one exception that's got to be tough that's no, incredibly tough it's so tough i mean like and like i get it i mean he's because he's kind of in a peak in a valley here because like he won a competition and then like he's done crap he's been on the wrongs of the boat ever since then or the entire time it's like ah. And it catches up to you when you're on the wrong side of the vote. I mean, you eventually you're the next person out. <laughs> it's like keeps finding himself like the closest person to the next person that's voted out. Yeah. It's kind of like the narrative they made about Noel last week, right? It was like when you think she's dead, then she's aligned to the next person. When you think yeah. she's uh, and, and although like I felt like they were a little early on taking her out. I think there's some bigger threats here. Um, but also some of those threats are are involved with the right people and I I mean, we're here. There's, there's only six days left. Yeah. It's which, crazy. Which is wild. We're, we have, by the end of the episode, we're down to six people. Yep. Which seems like a, a, a fast season. This challenge, we weren't sure if it would be over before Christmas. I'm pretty sure this one definitely will be. Mm-hmm. Um, Cassidy and Carla, the only two women remaining. And like, this, this continually happens. Like the, the women just aren't lasting super long on this show unless there's a like a very focused effort to make it happen and i don't know if either one of them has what it takes to to win in the end uh, as as they sit today yeah uh, i agree i mean I, I don't know carla 
is surprisingly very good at a lot of things. And like, just you just look at her size, or you're just like, oh, she's not gonna be very good. But she's like, she's in, in in the final people in a lot of the competitions. She's strong. She's good at the social game too. People like her too. I mean, like, I feel like she covers a lot of the bases. She's I don't think she has one huge advantage, and, and I think she's like kind of good at a little bit of everything. But Cassidy, I don't know. Cassie stuck around. I don't know if people just like her more, but like. Uh, you know, she's she won one competition, I guess, but like she seemed a really good strategy in the immunity right. this week, a very different one than everyone else. Yeah, she thinks she'll be a thinker in the group, but most of her plans don't really work out. I mean, like she's always on the seems to be on the wrong side of everything. Or she she's an independent thinker and not a group thinker. Yeah, 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 exactly. And just no one could whatever plan she thinks she's doing, it's just not going to be the right. It's not the plan that's going to end up being done. So Which ultimately, means her social game is not that good, right? Because she can't get people to go with what she wants, right? I just don't think she's, I mean, I'd say people probably like her, but her p- gameplay strategy <laughs> doesn't get very far with that. Yeah. Uh, we got boat mail this week, and it was like, hey, there's a, um, a advantage hidden in your jungle. Go. Yeah. How maddening was it you to watch all of those people so close to that <laughs> advantage? I was loving it. I was loving it, but I was also like, oh my God, like, how do you just walk right by it? And then like, you know, up until Cody like puts his hand on it, basically, I was like, how is this possible? And like, it was funny how they're all talking about giving up. I'm like, well, I want to give up because as soon as I give up, someone's going to win it. And I mean, feel like an idiot for giving up. I'm just like so much confliction. It was awesome though. I loved how immediately they were like, go was all this. Said. And like, there was a pause and then immediately. Yeah, it was fun. I think at first Cody didn't realize it was on that tree that he was leaning against. Yeah. And some Gabler, or someone said it's probably going to blend in. Like, you know, like look for things that kind of blend in. And thing was blend perfectly in blended. Perfectly. Looked like a watch. <laughs> yeah. 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 Advantages it's going to be. No, I, I just think it's funny, like, because wherever the cameraman's po- pointing, like, you, that seems too obvious, right? But, like, I would always, if I were someone, I would probably try to find follow around to the camera crew that follows, like, when they, when you know, they always have a shot of where things are, you know, like, I, even though they might be shot before them, I'd be following that around if you can, if you're allowed to, right? <laughs> well, it's where we need Kenny here to, to yeah, I'm sure there's some rules. I'm like, okay. Uh, no one can leave this part of the area for whatever. So, because you see them around certain parts for long periods of time, sometimes so I wonder if they're like told to stay there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this camera to follow me, but I'm gonna watch the other camera that's shooting. Yeah, what direction are they at least pointed at? All right. Um. Anyhow, it, it's a cool advantage that let, allowing you to bet on uh, who you think is going to win the challenge. Which I wasn't sure who I would have bet on. Yeah, I don't either. I, I don't know why he, he felt pretty confident in Owen. I mean, he was ready to write that name down. I don't know if Owen just swimming wise, somebody better or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. That was a good guess. Fucking good guess. <laughs> like at least he knows what's it's called. Last gaff. He knows it's going to be breathing underwater through a metal grate. Double shotted immunity. I mean, had it been someone else with that advantage, I probably would have bet on Cody. Yeah, probably. But probably. Um, and I, and I like that. For the most part, they didn't tell us who he bet on, but he ended up getting to tell us in his interview before Tribal, which I was kind of bummed about. I was like, I would rather just like had to wait till Tribal to to know, but uh, he did a great job. This challenge, though, um, Jeff talks about this as being like this classic challenge and a regular challenge. Have you ever seen this before? No, I don't remember ever seeing it. Like maybe early early seasons i mean they did a flashback to another season of it they did a flashback of showing people doing it but but he made it it's a classic challenge but i I, like this one like there's a lot of water challenges but i don't i don't recall you've seen more than i have i don't recall this one like being some kind of standard 
I've seen all but maybe 10 seasons of the show out of 43. So I got decent sample size. And it was all 10 of those seasons, man. You missed all those options. <laughs> I don't recall ever seeing this one before. And uh, hey, reach it's out. a good one. Yeah, reach out to us on social. Like, it's also dangerous. Yeah, very. Which is when I saw it at first, I was like, are they in a fucking cage? And I was like, oh, okay. They can literally just pop out of it. But then I was worried for Cat and Cassidy, like, worked your legs up through the thing. I was like, what happens when she oh. breaks out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of, like, this is definitely one that's, like, not meant for everyone to do. Like, this is one you could panic, hypochondriac, you know, you know whatever, close spaces, all this stuff. Just... Not a water going up their noses? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, no. Just no. I can't do that. And like whenever you're finally getting some air and like you're like, whoo, and like just a splash of water in your face, like just it's pretty much, you know, water torture at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a lot either. It could just be like, oh, no. it just hits you the wrong way. Yep. A little water down the wrong pipe. And, and you're coughing up a storm. Yeah. I, it's that's that's not child's play. That's super tough. It's in, in a little bit of it. It's not to the extent of like a surfer getting pinned down, but it's like you come up for air, but there might be another wave right there on top of you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's this is definitely one that <laughs> definitely had me like sweating watching it. I was like, oh my god, like what happens if you you have to like you actually you like start panicking or what happens? There's all these scenarios running through your head. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was good. It was definitely intense. And the fact that they did this for what two hours, three hours, three hours, yeah. God, like I mean, Owen and Carla beat the challenge. Yeah, that's wild. Like it doesn't happen. Like. I I suppose they could have kept going, but then they're just it's they're just hanging there, and it's not even your full body weight because you're in the water. Yeah, it's also interesting the timing of it, right? Because they definitely had to play this game at a certain point of the day, right? Because they knew the tide, they know the, the tide won't ever get any higher, right? They knew that, but it will subside. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like they could have maybe started a little bit earlier, right? But like they've never gone this long. I mean, they figured two hours would probably cover it. <laughs> High tide to low tide, it's not going to be all. Well, I mean, it, it varies every day in every location, right? No. But I'm. And also, I mean, Owen was a great guest, but like, I would have guessed these two people have been the finalists. If, like, you gave me the list of all of them. Like, I feel like Gabler would have been kind of good at this because he's good at like these time under tension type things. I just figured he just like mentally could have gone there. I mean, did pretty good, I guess, but he wasn't like he was one out. Right, yeah, but like he was out. I mean, but like I feel like he, they were still out there for a good amount of time, right? Yeah, I mean, um, four of the seven made it an hour. Yeah, that's and still that's a lot. Fuck. Like, and Cody bailed and really fought to try to stay. Like, yeah, staying underwater, trying to trying to get get his bearings, but yeah. um, and the water was freezing. That's another thing. I, I like I didn't think about it. I'm like, why would the water be freezing? There, it's just hot. It's full blown sun out there. It's deep water. I yeah, think. yeah, that's why. They, I, I want to know how far they were from. Yeah, when they say like, out, they're not swimming to the beach. <laughs> like, no. And the fact they had to swim back in was hilarious. <laughs> like, that's fucking mean. <laughs> like, go swim to the boat, I'm sure. But, like, you still, I'm like, go pick me up. I'm standing on a dock. <laughs> I'm on a dock. The water's obviously deep enough that you yeah. can float over here. Yeah. All this shit's floating. <laughs> I am into a boat. Yeah. Give me a break. Oh, but, I mean, really impressive. So, three people. Um, possibly safe, and we know that, that Cody ends up being safe. So three out of seven players immune, which is just pretty wild at this point in time, without an idol at play. Like, imagine if some idols had been played. Yeah, this could have been the. Did you? I can't remember if you were you watching when when the the old country guy Keith was uh, on the show, and, and it's probably I don't think so. So, but there ended up being the situation where only one or two people could be voted for. 
after oh, wow. played out. And then there was tiebreakers, and it was it was wild. But it, it's seeming like it's going to be um, Sammy maybe at camp. Owen and Cass are talking about that, but then Carlos talking about voting Cass and others kind of staying with those and like the the knock on Sammy is he's kind of wishy washy and he's good at making fire, which is not a person you want to have around at the end, right? No. Uh, Jesse and Owen, um, they have like I if I'm Owen, I don't want to trust anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I would almost rather go trust Sammy, right? Go Sammy and Gabler and go to the end. Yeah. And, yeah. and I guess, but you need four votes here to to get somebody out. And Jesse and Cody, they're running things, but not necessarily seeing eye to eye. But as it shakes out, it's a unanimous vote. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, Sammy doesn't have a vote. He, like, the talk is, is he going to play a shot in the dark? He does. It's the first one we see all season. Do you, do you, what do you think the shot in the dark is at this point? Is it since only four people can go home? Is it a one in four chance? Or is it still a one in seven since there's seven people there? I would imagine it's for all seven, right? I would think. But like, I don't know why you would limit it, right? I just, I didn't, I was curious what the odds are. And like, I think only one person's ever successfully played this. I think Davey did on that, the first season that they had it. He successfully played a shot in the dark. But other than that, it's, yeah, it doesn't get used much. Or like and when it does, it's never in favor. So Yeah, you had to be desperate, right? Yeah. But, uh, I don't know why it doesn't get used more though, because there's definitely been a, several situations where people knew they were kind of on the on the fence if they're gonna go in or not. I'm like, it's worth a shot, you know. Yeah, I mean Sammy announces I'm using this thing. Yeah. I mean, he obviously knows he's going home. Yeah. But um Cody Bet on Owen, obviously it's a six oh vote. Sammy goes home. I don't know what happens now. Like, there's no like clear battle lines. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's very strange. I mean, I think this is the point where Cody and Jesse are in jeopardy. Yeah, because yeah. like Owen should get with Gabler and Cassidy. Those three should get together and see if they can take out one of the other three. Although Carla does have an idol. Cody or Jesse has two idols, right? Yep. And I don't think Cody has anything anymore. Yeah, an idol went an idol went home went home recently with someone, right? Or no, they. And we thought oh, an advantage an advantage went home. I think we thought an idol went home with James, but he ended up handing it off to Jesse, right? Uh, something I thought. What when James was holding. Someone else's idol. Something like that, yeah. So how that goes. That was twisty and convoluted. I, I know. Yeah. I it was it was one of the the women had, had handed off her, her idol there. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's interesting. There's six people left. I have no idea who's gonna win. Um I guess I'm back on to cheering for Cody to win. And after that I don't I don't really know. Yeah. I know I know for the uh survivor pool I'm in, I still have Gabler and Owen. So I and everyone in front of me pretty much has Jesse or Cody. So I'm, ho- I'm like I, as much as I enjoy watching this game if they go home I will be happy for that point. Yeah. But these guys have been killing it. Uh I think this honestly it's getting to the point where everyone that's still in this part of the game has all won something and done something or, or not just riding coattails, which is pretty impressive because usually at this point we always have one somebody that's sitting around doing nothing and just getting passed over 
and you know just being an easy 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 non-vote later but uh this this one even i mean everybody who's on here has won something at this point yeah and this is or has an idol or won a challenge or something yeah. yeah this is the point in time where like someone that's maybe in jeopardy is going to go win a competition and it's going to flip the whole game and like and then and then and then cassie's going to be in the final three and, and get some votes or yeah. something like that but anyhow um Wrapping that up, Fantasy Four Realities where we play our Survivor game. Uh, Will still winning this thing, forty one hundred and sixty points. Um, my team thirty nine hundred and sixty. And our old friend Kenny Browder, who hasn't been talking Survivor with us in a while, but <laughs> he's down there in last place. But he has Owen on his team. I I have Cassidy, Carla, and Gabler. So the only person with three. But I like your pairing of of Cody and Jesse there. But uh, it's super close, just like our challenge game is. Um, Kate accused me just like you used to of, of gerrymandering scores for Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, that's a woke joke." Um, it's still I, true. <laughs> but let's shift gears and and talk about Bravo. Um, there's a a new season. Actually, before we do a new season, the Below Deck Med season, I felt like ended up being a really solid a solid season. Kind of wonky at times. Um, not all the charter guests were maybe created equal. Kyle left and and then randomly came back at the end. But uh, how did how did that one stack up for you um, when you when you look at it in kind of below deck fandom, which I know you're you're a big fan. Uh, with the the la- the one that just ended. Yeah, the med. Uh, yeah, uh, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, like it was definitely entertaining. I mean, I got kind of tired of the uh, the the boyfriend the boyfriend drama that you know that just kind of elongated the entire season and boy, boy dev boy dev kept beating himself over but um yeah but i mean it was it was good i mean like honestly not the best one but like very much you know fun to watch as usual i i, I still look at him as like still one of the most fun shows to watch because it's it's always in a cool place there's always something interesting the cast is always good and like the, the guests always bring some kind of you know yeah. monkey wrench into this so uh but it uh wasn't like the best one by any means, but still, you know, very enjoyable. Um, but the new season kicked off, uh, and then also the adventure one as well. So, um, yeah, we're stoked on those. Talk about both those in just one quick second. the The cast was good, but not maybe not didn't have the like super compelling or charismatic people to like really like take it over the top to be one of the better ones. But uh, again, like the season. Um, I'm curious if or, do we get back at some point to like returning Chief Stews like. We we had Anna and Kate for so long, and that doesn't seem to be a thing anymore. Yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel like we'll get some returns, but um, I mean, let's be honest. Some of these people weren't awesome, you know. Like they were good for the the season. And that's about it. So, uh, but you know, it's always interesting to bring in new blood too, because I feel like uh, you know they're in different locations, and that probably brings a you know different aspect to it. You know, certain captains prefer certain people, things like that. So uh, I'm okay with it changing up, but it, you know, like I, I feel like we always get one to two new recurring people. At least somebody's been on one season, so uh, you know that kind of keeps it going. But uh, yeah, you know, also like there's a point of being jaded to the, to this and like just not enjoying it as much. And it's like Eddie, Eddie's tired of it. He they constantly complains how it's the one of the number. It's like the number one watch show on Bravo, yet it's the least paid. Uh, as far as uh, talent goes, so yeah, you know, I can see that being a factor where it's like, cool, this is fun for one season. <laughs> We're on to our third chief stew in three seasons on on the main below deck with yep. Francesca, uh, Heather last season, who I don't even really remember. Oh yeah, and and now Fraser, who was the second stew last season, who yep. who was here. Um, the one of the the cast members, and I'm curious we haven't discussed this at all 
Camille is a deck stew. And she's mm-hmm. the doppelganger of another Bravo Lab. Uh, can you name that person? She was originally on one show, and then she more recently has surfaced on a different show, both on Bravo. Uh, she does look familiar. I can't. I couldn't place it. Like Caroline Stansberry from. Lady oh yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some. I actually read that somewhere right. too. Yeah. yeah. I I I thought like Jen and I were watching the show, and she's like, "Looks like somebody. She looks like someone." I'm like, "It's Caroline Stansberry." Yeah. Um. I don't, I, we have Rachel back. Is this Rachel's third season? Second season? It feels like a lot more than that, but probably. <laughs> it's her third season, which is crazy to think because it wasn't that long ago that she told Captain Lee to F off and like pretty much quit the show, right? <laughs> now she's a staple. She must be that good at what she does. She's amazing. She, I mean, she's one of the best chefs ever, like on TV. Um, Dave, uh, Dave from uh, the Med was told by Captain Sandy that uh, she said on uh, the reunion that he he might be the best chef she's ever worked with. But she told Dave that this weekend, right? That's what I'm saying, Dave. That's what I'm saying, Dave. Dave. That's what I'm saying, Dave. Yeah. yeah Dave. In my head, I was thinking, wasn't oh Tom was Tom was Leo's guy. Which was good, but like he obviously shit the bed and kind of freaked out. So, but uh, Dave's food was excellent too. I mean, like outside of the pancake kerfuffle that he got through with uh, the football player, it was so stupid, like like dumb. Like, why are you here asking for pancakes for every meal to begin yeah, with? Right. And also, one of a very specific way, like get your butt down here and do it yourself. Right. Also, I guarantee those things were delicious. <laughs> like, give me all of those. I'll give me every version that you have. I, thick, thin, crispy, puffy. Yeah. Not even cooked all the way through. I'll eat them all. I was I, like, when he said he likes it, you know, like crispy on the corners. I was like, hell yeah, that sounds amazing. That's how I want to make my pancakes. <laughs> Soft in the middle, crispy on the edges. Yeah, you gotta, like the slope down on the sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smash yeah. burger. Right, exactly. Smash burger, those smash burger things that we got at that conference. Uh, oh, I got it. I've used it. <laughs> pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm still, I'm still acclimating myself to the new cast. Uh, I, I have not. All the way up to speed. I'm mostly up to speed on the on the new season, but um, the a couple of them seem interesting. Yeah, uh, the Deccan Katie seems like she's going to be a a firecracker. Yep, and I don't know. Uh, we'll not quite sure what to expect, but I'll... no, it's still early. It's still early, but it's been good. I mean, like it's it's been good. Um, and uh, Adventure. You said you hadn't watched it, or sorry, season two that we know that Captain Sandy's going to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a rough scene. Captain like, Bethany was like, he shouldn't be on the boat. He should be on the boat. And I was wondering if, like, they brought him in knowing that they were going to replace him. Yeah, like, was it last season or the previous one where, like, he had to go check himself into the hospital? And Eddie it was had, the last season. Yeah, Eddie and Eddie had to run the boat for, like, a little yeah. bit. He fell, he fell in the shower or something? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Stuff good. No, I know. Stuff good. I mean, it's cap, you know, set of the sea. Apparently, 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 apparently he's become buddies with Mr. Carl Radke. Um, bonded over Carl's brother passing away, Captain Lee's son passing away. Yep. Taking Carl in as a quasi son, nice to see. Yep. Since I, we all know that I, Carl's my guy. I love Carl. Carl, uh, Carl. Carl. yeah, Carl. Jones, Jones. Uh, did you watch the newest Summer House? Winter House. Winter House. Yeah, sorry. Last I, night I didn't get to watch last night. I was at a basketball game, so I. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm um, other than last night. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of over Carl Lindsay. Like just over them, like well, they're just visiting, right? They should be. They're just visiting, right? But like just over them, <laughs> just over them. <laughs> like I, like I, you'll watch the episode and have your feelings about it, but like I, it just doesn't seem very real. Like I, I don't have a high regard for Lindsay to start with. I enjoy Carl. And I think he's doing great for himself, but like I don't know the the whole. It just, it just seems weird. 
I well, and the fact that oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank on her name, Lindsay 2.0. Oh yeah. Um, how do you find someone that looks that similar? It's really bizarre. Let's be honest, man. A lot of these girls look alike. <laughs> it's pretty. This is very. I know. I get it. Trust me. Um, I, I I've always liked Craig. He's, yeah, it's kind of annoying. Uh, at least it's been kind of a dick this season. Yeah, it, it's it's a little tough, um, tough to digest. Um, I mean, I still love it. I love Winter House. Love Summer House. Um, I'm curious. To, I I think Vanderpump has shot a season. Curious to see what that looks like. Do we yeah. get back to like old stuff? Do we? I would love us to just like tear it down and kind of go to a, to a all new group of people, and then I don't think that's going to happen. I, I I think that's what Southern Hospitality is supposed to be, unfortunately. Yeah, which um, we'll, we'll talk about Southern Hospitality in just a second, but Below Deck Adventure, I I haven't watched it. I have it all recorded. Been trying to keep up on other things, and that one's just kind of taking a back seat. But then this week, Captain Lee's come out, kind of saying, "Hey." Not the same production company. It's not going to be as successful. Like they didn't even ask us for like advice on anything. They're just kind of doing their thing. That all being said, me not knowing, wow. what's your take on it? You can definitely tell it's a little different. It's not as I wouldn't say it's it's as tight as Below Deck as you get used to it. But like even Below Deck's kind of loose and sloppy and some of the stuff, just like how things happen and you know they miss some lines and they have to like dub some stuff in and stuff like that. But honestly, it's not bad. Uh, the cast is actually fairly interesting uh the norway aspect is really cool because it's daylight till like midnight um so like it's that that brings an element there that you you don't really get to see you kind of lose track of time which is very weird like dinners at 10 p.m and stuff it's um yeah it's it's definitely different but uh the captain carry is very entertaining uh he's really he's actually been really cool the the other people like the chef she's like this um i wouldn't say i think she's I'm not going to say British, maybe, or maybe she's from like some colony. Outside. I don't know. She's very stern, though, but like also kind of awesome at what she does and like, but like has a very intense vibe about her, kind of like worse than Rachel, where Rachel's like kind of crazy vibe. This is like, I might kill you vibe. Um, but no, it's been entertaining. <laughs> yeah, no super you. It's been entertaining. I mean, it really has. I mean, like, it's definitely filled a void, uh, especially like on Tuesdays when it airs when there's really nothing else, you know, on. So, uh, I've enjoyed it. It's not the best one, but it's also a bunch of new people, new area, new everybody's new. So there's no like connection with anybody. But yeah, I've uh, I found it just like below deck. It's still fun to watch. <laughs> I can't decide if I'm gonna if I'm gonna let it in or if I'm just gonna go without it. Yeah, uh, honestly, put it on. Do something else. You'll catch on what you want. You know, like it's not. It's an easy, very easy watch. I, I actually think it's cool because like where they are is a different part of the world that you never see like on a full like a show for this long. So it's been uh, that part has been neat to, to watch. So. So I'm a little bit behind on Salt Lake City, close to being caught up. I feel like there's probably another Housewives coming down the pipe at some time soon. Um, and maybe maybe Vanderpump uh, trickles out at, at some point. Don't know. But you mentioned it. Southern Hospitality is essentially like Vanderpump South. Uh, yeah. And there's an interesting dynamic of there's two bars uh, as opposed to or two rest. I guess I guess they're clubs. Um, bubbles and bourbon and bubbles and in Republic, both on King Street, maybe not too far from one another. Considering the premiere episode, we saw someone being walked from one to the other. Yeah. Um, I I'm interested to see where it goes. There there's there seems to be some pre-existing conflicts, which are good for reality television. Sure. The cast is rather big, which as is VPR. But when VPR started, it was like six. Yeah. Um, it wasn't wasn't real big. Um. I, I know you're not super big on 
people you're you're ageist against the young people <laughs> on television um so i i feel like that's going to be your, your your thought here but i want to put words in your mouth what's your thought on this show uh that's a lot of it is has to do with their age like this is a generation of people like we are not like those people and nor do i want to be in this world of like i'm gonna have since when i'm like 20 fucking four and i don't know shit i'm living with my parents like you just go right to hell <laughs> like you're nobody you have done nothing you need experience in your life and i get it we're all 24 we're all kind of feeling something like that but like now they just like that one girl that lives with her mom that looks like her twin and like she just like thinks she's amazing and, and i'm just like you have done nothing you work at a bar like oh the brunette girl brunette girl yeah she seems to be the annoying one which i think they're trying to lead us to believe that she's the annoying one I'm wondering if the other one's actually the annoying one. I mean, she, I mean, other girl seems fine. Like she has, you know, she had an addiction problem early on in life. She's sober now, and that's cool. But like, she's like, oh, this thing's all about me. I do everything. I do all this stuff. And it's like these are very self-important people for doing a very mediocre job. Yeah. When reality, like, pretty sure that this is Leva's husband's thing, and like, right. The the feedback has been like Leva was never around until the show, and that, yeah. and they they're like, well, oh, wait, you're here now. Like, we work here. Yeah. Right. Also, like, uh, we had a friend uh, that went to Charleston last May, and you've been there. I mean, like, she's like, oh, King Street. She's like, there's definitely some really nice stuff. She's like, but these aren't like massive clubs. Like, this isn't a massive space. Like, it's small. King Street is very like old school. Everything's kind of close together, kind of thing, right? I haven't been there. You would know. When they called Um, the club, I was like, I think it's a bar or a lounge. It's a bar. But that's the whole thing. And like, like you, we live in Austin, right? There's clubs here, but like they're, they have some actual clubs, but they don't have like, it's not like a thousand person club where like, you know, famous DJs from around the world are there. These are like local things. Yeah. I mean, we're in our early forties, but so we're not going to quote clubs. Um, but even if we wanted to, like people are going to buy like bottle service in Austin, Texas, but they, I mean, they are, but like it, not every bar you go to, like not like, like I don't Charles. That's not, that's not Charleston either. In my, no, exactly. This is why I feel it's forced. I feel like we're making making a show that to fill a void for vpr and it's like this isn't it like go to la go to vegas go to new york like these are club places it's almost kind of like here in austin when we say we see something we're like oh that's fair dallas yes Um, it's very dallas yeah this that's what this this is very dallas yeah sorry dallas Um, but i mean like did i I watched it did i hate it and hate it but i'm like watching this i'm like i a lot of these people don't have very first episode right so a lot of a lot of projection upon like the rest of the season based on one episode but I don't know if these people have much going on for them, right? So if this is all they have, like, I'm like, okay, cool. This is a, definitely a good lifestyle at 24, but, like, where are you going from here? Like, that one guy says he wants to be a lawyer or a doctor or something like that, or uh, the one guy that's dating the girl. and They're not Mactors, right? Or, or no, hiring no. or models. Um, no. Where this is just their means to maybe an end. Yeah. Uh, this maybe is the end. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I like this kind of thing yes some of the people might get a little annoying but i'm looking around trying to find the jacks taylor uh, on the show and like who's going to cause some problems and who knows it may be a female jacks taylor which would yeah. also be noted as a Kristen doty uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh like watching the show though like the clubs like once again they're not very big places and i'm like do you really need a sparkler for your you know shitty bottle of tequila or vodka you're buying like no one's like you're, like girls like walks in there she's like i want any uh give me some ace of spades he's like give her prosecco she won't know the difference <laughs> or, or like it's got to be hard to film too, right? You you worked in reality television, like yeah, like you need space to film, especially right. a lot of people, right? And like all these places, I'm like, can you just not go in there have a drink? Do you have to sit there in line wait to get asked in? Because like I'm like, this is not that. Pl- I've been to, I lived in Vegas for six months. Like I've been to those clubs where it's like you were literally waiting in line and they will tell you if you get to come in. Luckily, we worked at the hotel or we knew somebody there. They got us and we have to deal with that. But like you watch this happen in real- reality, I'm like, this sucks. 
but no one's there just to go hang out the bar there. Like you're there at a party, right? Like this is a bar that has a, a space for someone to pay to sit down. Like not exactly the same thing. We have two booths here for bottle service. So if you're lucky, you can sit there or you can just be a regular bar patron uh, in the rest of our space. Right. I mean, like, you know, it's like, it's like this person's going to spend $3,000 here. Get them. T- I'm like, what decided that? <laughs> like, did they really just offer $3,000 on a Wednesday to go sit in a booth by them with like a couple friends? I'm like, like, yeah. Also, I wonder how many people are locally going there versus people from out of town are going there. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I think does make sense is they do actually seem to, it seems somewhat real. Like somewhat, I think they actually worked there. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and they know each other. They, they actually know who each other are. It's not like fate walking a group of people together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and yeah, there's different factions, right, or different cliques. Uh, so at least those are things it has going for it. That it, it's not just oh, we're gonna stick an extra person here on 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 the on the the show and have an addition and, and see what happens. But yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see we'll see where that goes. Uh, only one weekend and. Uh, right like i was very apprehensive watching start off with and it basically was everything i thought it was gonna be when i watched it which is fine but i'm like and leva has nothing to do with like you said i i felt i didn't know that part about like her not really being part but it kind of felt like that because like i don't know you watch her on southern charm and like she's busy running the other restaurants and stuff like that we need i think her husband's name is lamar lamar yeah we need lamar to come around and 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 mauricio yamansky this place or ken uh see what happens uh, but yeah, it, ultimately, it feels like the show is going to be a, this this Maddie and uh, Grace um, thing. That's going to be yeah. Maddie and Grace. That's right. Aussie yeah. versus name her adversary. I don't know. Yeah. But anyhow, any other shows uh, before we get out of here? That was kind of a, a good bit of them. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you, you said something earlier about on our on our other pod about binge watching the challenge and how it was a really good way to watch it. I found that. Watching Below Deck that way is also a, a pretty decent way to watch it. Although most Hell, of the yeah. time I see it on a week to week basis, but uh, particularly this season where they had a lot of two be continueds, um, yeah, those were good ones to to kind of watch in a row. That that being Below Deck Med, totally. Uh, it's because it's, it's an easy watch. It's very low commitment. You don't need to follow every step of the way, kind of thing. They do recaps. I mean, it's very easy. So, yeah. yep. Cool. If you don't have anything else, let's uh, let everybody know where they can find us. Check us out on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV Podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at After Reality, After Reality Podcast. Uh, subscribe or download them Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. And our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at iFellover45 on Instagram and Twitter. Leave me a message if you're actually a fan so I know you're not a bot. Thank you. Yeah. you can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley. And you can find at Fantasy Floor Reality on most of your social platforms. Until we chat Survivor and other things again, we remind you, this tribe has spoken. <laughs>